Welcome to another inspirational message from Gateway Life Church. We're so glad that you've joined us and trust that this podcast will be a blessing to you. Has anyone ever encouraged you from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, to cast all your cares on Jesus because he cares for you? And after you have agreed and said, yeah, amen, amen to that word and thank you, have you ever then wondered how to actually cast your cares? It's a good word, isn't it? It's a good word if you're suffering or battling anxiety, fear, doubts, where you feel just on edge. It's a good word to cast your cares, your anxieties, but how do you do it? And as we do a study on the word cast for insight into the original Greek, the Greek meaning for the word cast simply means to throw upon, throw away, or cast upon. And as we cover different versions of 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, they all use words like cast, give, or to throw away. In other words, they're all making the same point. So how do we do it? Well, today I want to share with you three keys to casting your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. Point number one today, cast your care with humility. And so this particular point is clearly intentionally and strategically placed. Let's turn now to Gateway Word of the Week, which in case you don't know, is posted every Sunday uh, afternoon. That is to help you. It's to equip, to encourage and empower you. And uh, something that I like to say often here at Gateway is this, and that is that if you want to have a closer uh, relationship with God, which I know that we all do, then we need to have a closer relationship with God's Word. You can't separate the two. And so 1 Peter chapter 5, verses uh, 6 and 7 says, Therefore, you ready? This is foundational. Therefore, humble yourselves. Humble. What a lot of people define as uh, being humble today is a little bit like, hmm, and a little bit of bull, right? But the Bible says, not everyone caught that, not even you caught that, which is quite amazing. But it says, therefore, humble yourselves, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. You see, what do we think about mostly? We think about cast all your cares onto him because he cares for you. And we think, yeah, that's great. But the first step to casting your cares is humility. Humility. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the right time, then casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. According to 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 and 7, the first step to casting all our cares upon him is humility. What is humility? Contrary to what uh, many think, true humility is not believing that we're unworthy to receive God's love and care. Instead, it's humbling oneself under God's mighty hand, which also means that we're humbling ourselves under God's mighty words. This is also called seeking first the kingdom of God instead of seeking first what we think, what we feel about the situation. 
when we carry our cares and our burdens and our anxieties, God rests. Really, God's hands are tied because God is kind of like, well, until you're ready to let go of what's in your hand, I can't let go of what's in my hand. And of course, when God carries our cares, God is at work and we get to rest and walk in peace. Point number two, resist the care and declare. Resist the care and declare. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 from the Amplified Version. And the Apostle Paul said, We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God's word. And we are taking every thought and purpose uh, captive to the obedience of Christ. Sooner or later, we all need to get a greater revelation that the mind is where the battle between worry, anxiety, and peace takes place. So if you want the Word of God to reign over your thought life, over everything, if you want Jesus to truly be Lord and to reign over everything, just like we were singing today, then we must stay submitted and under God's Word. Better to be and to stay submitted under God's Word than to remain submitted and under Satan's lies. This is why the, uh, the Apostle James said in chapter 4, verse 7, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. When we first become aware of this battlefield in the mind and begin to encounter spiritual warfare, you'll feel like you're taking these worrying thoughts and anxious thoughts captive every, say, one to two minutes. Uh, this was me when I first learned about this. An anxious thought would pop into my mind and I would rebuke it. Then a few minutes later, it or another thought would come and I would rebuke it also. And I would say to the anxious thought, to the, uh, the carnal, the, the earthly thought, I would say, no, I refuse to take care and to nurture this thought. Jesus in agreement with your word, I cast this care and declare that I have a spirit of love, power, and a sound mind in Jesus' name. And you really do need to open up your mouth. You know, there's a, uh, there's a reason why we read about the story of creation. And God said, and it was done. And God said, let there be light, and it was done. Sooner or later, uh, we're going to have to open up our mouths because there's great power, prophetic power in our words. And having rebuked the devil, after that, if Satan then comes back and wants to sow and throw another worrying thought your way, then simply do what I do and tell the devil to talk to God about it because you've now submitted it. No point talking to me, devil, because I don't own that thought any longer. I don't own that care. I don't own that anxiety. I've given it all over to God. So no point talking to me. Talk to him. You'll find that that's the end of the conversation. And when we create this kind of space, changes really do begin to take place. And issues 
begin to get solved and resolved. You know, many want God to supernaturally remove their worries and their fears from them, but that's not the way that we get God's peace. We get God's peace by resisting the cares, the anxieties, and the burdens of this life by declaring whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about, meditate upon such things, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. That's Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. Someone here needs to hear, you just need to begin to do it. I, need, I feel like I need to say to someone here today, and I don't know who it's for, but I just know I need to say it. Um, you're overthinking it again. Don't overthink it. Just begin to put it into practice. And the more that you practice, the easier it will become. Now, here's something I want to help you with. You see, we're talking just for a few moments now about spiritual warfare, the battlefield of the mind. And you see, we can't combat thoughts with thoughts. Now, you'll all understand what I'm saying. We've all had that battlefield in the mind where we begin to overthink stuff, when we begin to allow our minds to talk to us instead of us talking to our minds. You know, in that moment, we forget that our minds are working for us. We're not working for our minds. The mind works for us. You don't work for your mind. And so we can't battle and combat the devil's thoughts with our thoughts. Someone has to prophetically say something. And so what we do, we combat thoughts with words. You combat, you overcome a negative thought, a lie from the devil about yourself, about your identity, about your sexuality, about whatever it is it might be. You combat thoughts with words. Would you like to test that right now? In a few moments, I'm going to invite you to begin to count to 10 in your mind. You're not going to speak out anything verbally until I ask you to state your name. No, let's not state your name. Let's state the name of Jesus. So in a few moments, I'll say go. In that moment, you'll begin to count in your mind from 1 to 10. And then I'm going to say, okay, now say the name of Jesus with your mouth. Are you ready for that? Okay, you may begin to now count from 1 to 10 in your mind. Begin. And now after me, say verbally the name Jesus. Say it a bit more passionately. Say it like you really mean it now. Now let me tell you what happened. You were counting from 1 to 10 in your mind, but the moment that you opened up your mouth, your mind stopped counting. Your mind stopped everything. And why is that? Because it wanted to know what you wanted to say. So point number three, visualize your cares away. One of the ways that you can do this is through journaling. Personally, if it works for you, great. I'm not really a journaler, but journaling, journaling takes more time and energy, but there's something about writing it down that makes his peace and his presence more tangible and lasting. You can also write down your cares on a piece of paper with the view, the purpose of casting it away as a symbolic declaration. 
But if you need to take uh, your visualization to another level, then you can you know, write down all your cares, write it down on a piece of paper and rip it up or shred it. You know, we have uh, what we call here Holy Spirit Encounter Days, uh, which we'll be having again in the new year. And uh, we get every participant to respond to a booklet that we give them. No one else sees it except the participant. And during a time of worship, they bring uh, their booklet uh, to the altar, uh, again, during a time of worship, and they shred that document. And the, 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 uh, the amount of stories and testimonies we get from the participants saying that that was the most powerful thing, the most satisfying thing I've ever done. Then they take communion, which we're going to do even in a few moments. But ripping it up, shredding it, destroying it to the point of no return is a great visual way to cast your cares away. Or you can safely burn it in a very safe environment with a fire extinguisher nearby if that's what you need to do. You get what I'm saying. You know, worship, it's another way to activate God's living word, presence, and power as we prophetically declare and sing to the one who is far above every other name. Hey, not a little bit above, but Jesus, according to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 21, Jesus is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Come on now. That's good news. That's where our faith needs to be. That's where we need to look. You see, there's a lot of things that you can look at. There's a lot of things that you can, you know, behold. And what we look at, we become like. Let me encourage you to lift up your eyes to the author, to the perfecter, the finisher of our faith, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we sing, let me remind everyone here, as we sing, uh, the power isn't in our singing ability. The power is in God's grace through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just want to invite um, our worship team to come. And uh, I also want to invite our stewards to begin to hand out uh, communion. And uh, we're going to have a time of worship. We're going to sing Jesus over everything. And, um, you know, every morning when you wake up, Make this confession of faith. It's really good to, thank you, bro. It's really good to look in the mirror and say, I am a believer. I am not a doubter. I humble myself under the mighty hand of God and I cast all my cares over to him and exalt Jesus over everything. God is at work in me. I am highly and divinely favored, and I refuse to worry. And what I want to do, just for a few moments, I just want to do just a, a little bit of a visual here. And uh, so, you know, Jesus, he wants to take all of our sins. I just want to ask you, what do you need to let go of today because there's nothing that he can't forgive or take away. You know, when it comes to uh, letting go, it's, a, it's like a regular practice of mine. I'm a little bit of a minimalist. I like to uh, minimize. I like to get rid of things uh, that no longer have a purpose. 
Um, I like to give away, you know, clothes and shoes and, and uh, things like that. I like to give them to a good home. Uh, but I'm quite the uh, minimalist and I like to live light. And I really do believe that uh, ascension, ascension, going up, is a process of elimination. Okay, think about a hot air balloon, right? The only way that a hot air balloon will get off the ground is by eliminating the weights. And each time you remove one weight, the balloon begins to, you know, ascend just that little bit more until, you know, when every weight is removed, then that balloon is soaring in heavenly places. It was the Apostle Paul who said, let us remove every weight that so ties us down. And I also believe that letting go, it doesn't mean that you've stopped caring. And sometimes it's okay to love something or to love someone. But just know that it or they are no longer meant for you. That that season has passed. But on the flip side, sometimes letting go means that you have stopped caring. That you've stopped caring about the wrong kinds of things. So I really do pray, a part of my prayer for you is that you have the personal alertness, that you have the personal awareness to stop thinking thoughts, to stop meditating upon thoughts that God is not thinking towards you. But meditate upon God's thoughts towards you, that he loves you with an everlasting love, that with loving kindness, he has called you by name and drawn you to himself. So I wonder what some of the things are that we need to let go of today. I think clearly fear is something that we need to let go of. Uh, anxiety, is that something that someone needs to let go of? Uh, what about, um, about self-hatred? Control, wanting to control everything. Greed, perfectionism. I must look perfect. I'm crossing over lines now, but that's okay. You know what? Because all these kinds of things get a bit messy in our lives anyway. <laughs> and uh, what about grudges, offenses, unforgiveness, comparisitis, focusing on what we don't have? And so there's a number of things that we can, you know, write on there. But um, anyone got any suggestions for me? Ah, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Shame. Hmm. Pride. Do you know that there's nothing that you could do that would change God's love towards you? Some form of addiction, whatever. Anyone else? Got something that they think should be on there? Guilt? Condemnation. As I said, there's, there's nothing that God won't take from us today if we want to cast it away. We're going to have a time of worship. Have the communion elements been handed out? Okay, great. And uh, we're going to worship. We're going to exercise the, the three points that we've talked about today. We're talking about casting our care with humility. Can I just encourage you to walk in humility? to walk in teachability, that is the most inspiring quality ever. You know, God can always work with someone who's humble. 
So I want to encourage you to always walk in humility. Point number two. Uh, was to resist the care and declare. Remember, we don't combat thoughts with thoughts. We combat thoughts with words. And uh, point number three, visualize your cares away. So we're going to worship. Can I encourage you to sing, to open up your mouth, all right? Begin to sing, begin to worship when it comes to uh, the words of this song. And uh, what I want to do, show you, There is nothing that God will not take from you if you will give it to Him. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. So let me pray. Are we going to worship? I trust that, you know, these three simple points have uh, meant something to you today. Uh, But let me encourage you now just to put them into practice. Let's pray and then we're going to worship. And so, Father, we thank you for this day today. And I thank you for a beautiful exchange. I really do believe that people uh, have faith in their heart to yield to you these kinds of issues, these kinds of cares and anxieties. And so, Father, I just pray for faith to release it all to you on site and online in Jesus' name. Amen.
that name. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. Let's take uh, the bread right now. Father, we thank you so much for your great love toward us. For surely you loved the whole world that you gave your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in you would not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you, Lord, that you led the way and that you died in our place. Let's together take the bread right now. And Father, we also say thank you for Jesus. And Jesus, thank you for allowing the life that was in your blood to be poured forth for us. And we thank you that you died for the sins of the world. Lord, your word tells us that if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to wash us clean. Let's together right now, let's take the cup. And I just want to give someone the opportunity now to respond to Jesus. And uh, the way that we respond to Jesus is through prayer. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, it's there on the screen. It says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's great news. doesn't matter what your history is. And so if you just know that you're distant from God, and that today you want to come back to him. Can I just say, Frank, just looking at you right there, you look, you look so at peace. You were water baptized last Sunday. And I've never seen you looking so lit up and so at peace. And I know that you're feeling that. And that's really, really powerful. And uh, I just want to say also to Leanne, just come, out, come up here, Leanne. This is a, a prophetic word, and she's not going to be up here long. Have a look at Leanne, and not only is she one of our great volunteers here, but watch this girl in 2022. This time, this time in under 12 months, have a look at the transformation. I'm talking about her growing from faith to faith, and from strength to strength, and from glory to glory this time next year. Amen. Give her a hand of encouragement as she's seated. Praise God. So I want to give someone the opportunity just to respond right now. If that's you, why don't you pray this prayer after me? With faith in your heart, we're going to pray together and you pray after me. Are you ready? Dear Father in heaven, I humble myself today and I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for me. I believe that you were raised from the dead on the third day. And I ask you to forgive me of all my sins, to cleanse me, to make me whole 
to heal my broken heart and to set me free. In Jesus' name, amen. Just as a sign, you've either done that for the first time today or you just know that you've rededicated your life back to Him. As a humble gesture, would you just lift up your hand if that's what you did today? If that's what you did today. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Is there anyone else who did that today? That's wonderful, sister. Bless you so much at the back there. God bless. God bless. What a great Christmas you're going to have because of Christ. Christ is at the center. Christ is your foundation. And he loves you. He's never stopped loving you. He's never stopped calling you. So that's wonderful. Let's give those guys a great big hand. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway Life Church. For more information, please visit gatewaylifechurch.org.au. God bless and have a great day.